Mama. This is Carianna and Kayla, two best friend moms and your co-hosts of Sleep Talking Moms. We know that tackling sleep issues can feel overwhelming and confusing. So we are here to provide you with practical sleep advice. We want you to walk away from each episode with information you can actually use. Let's dive in and talk sleep. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Today, Carianna and I have kind of a fun topic, um, and we're going to be talking about things that we'd do different if we had a newborn again, which we aren't going to. No. <laughs> we're both shaking our heads like, nope, we're, we're done with babies. No more newborns, please. Never again. <laughs> but if we were to have them, or things that we, honestly, things that we did with our second newborn too, because you know, you live and you learn, but yeah. So we're going to talk about what we would do differently and hopefully something that we say could help you. If you have a newborn, if you're expecting maybe have a little bit more um, kindness to yourself um, Mm -hmm. because the newborn stage is hard. Mm -hmm. And it's funny when we were, thinking about doing this podcast and I was like jotting ideas down. I thought, you know what? I mean, we're kind of, we're experienced moms now, which is kind of hard to think. I don't necessarily feel like an experienced mom, but I've been a mom for almost eight years now. Kayla, you've been a mom for four and a half almost. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You've got like double the experience of me, but yeah. Yeah. So that's so weird. Yeah. We kind of know what we're doing. Kind of. <laughs> For the small children, maybe. <laughs> yeah, true. Don't ask me about over eight years because I have no idea. Yeah, none, none at all. Um, <laughs> Carrianna, why don't you start us off with something that you would do different? So if I were to have another newborn, I will tell you I would use formula from day one. Um, with both of my boys, I breastfed for the first six months and then eight months with my second, um, and both times when I finally stopped. And and I think both times my husband was like, you know, we can just buy formula. Like, it's okay if you want to stop. And both times I was like, oh, you're so right. I, I just need to stop. <laughs> like, thank you for saying that out loud. You know, I don't need his permission to do that, but it helped so much to hear him say that because for me, breastfeeding was just never, never a positive experience. And it was super stressful. And yeah, if I had another child, I would just skip that stressful part personally. Yeah. Um, and as we were doing the notes, um, I had something similar written down. Um, and I said that I would quit breastfeeding before I became miserable. And I, we are not trying to talk anybody out of breastfeeding. If it is something that you want to do, we don't care what you do. As long as your baby is fed, just please feed mm-hmm. your baby. Um, <laughs> other than that, whatever. But I know like with Ellis around six months, he got a rash all over his body. Something that I was eating was making him really, really sick. Um, he was miserable. I was miserable. Um, I went on the elimination diet and I should have known the minute that I ordered a pizza cauliflower crust with no cheese that it was time for me to quit. Gross. (laughs) Um, But 
I had, um, not to dog my mom at all, but my mom and my maternal grandmother were like La Leche ambassadors or whatever. And so they, they didn't mean to, but they were very pushy of me continuing. I understand the benefits of breast milk. Um, but I was to the point where I was just miserable. And then with Imri, he was born with, uh, two lip. He was born with, yeah, two lip ties, two cheek ties and a tongue tie. Um, so right out of the gate, um, we experienced a lot of difficulties. Um, and then I was trying to feed him and then pumping and I had a toddler. Um, and so I would spend 45 minutes to an hour on one feeding and newborns feed all All the the time. time. I was crying a lot and I wish that I would have just made it okay for myself to do what I needed to do to be a happy mom. Mm -hmm. So, um, we give you permission to stop breastfeeding. If it's frustrating, if it's causing mental health issues for you. Um, and we're also like your cheerleaders. If you're breastfeeding the whole time, just feed your kids. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, that phrase breast is best, which has, has it's, it's, I have my issues with that phrase. It's, it's only best if it's best for mom and baby. And if it's not best for both, then it's not best. And that's, that's okay. And if that is something that you're considering or struggling with, or you're, you know, you're just feeling really unsure, I can't recommend the formula mom enough on Instagram, check her out. She has amazing resources and just, she knows her stuff. Um, so yeah, if that is something you're considering or unsure about, confused about, feel guilty about, check that out. All right. And what is another thing that you think that you would do differently? So another big thing I would do differently has to do with sleep. Shocker. Um, (laughs) (laughs) With both of my boys at that point when they were newborns, we honestly did unsafe sleep things. We did not follow safe sleep practices and we, I co-slept with them those first couple months. And it was kind of just like survival mode, just doing what we could. And so that's, that's what our nights look like. If I were to have another newborn, I would start practicing, you know, laying them down awake from the beginning and being there and offering soothing, but I would get them lots and lots of practice in their sleep space from the get-go, which I just did not do with either of my boys. What about you, Kayla? What would you do differently? Um, well, I wrote down here and I think I like it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I would have embraced the change instead of fighting so hard to stay normal. That first kid is such a shock to your system. It's a complete different way of living. Um, and so I remember when Ellis was born, I tried so hard to just like be as normal as possible and take Mm -hmm. showers at normal times and eat at normal (laughs) times. And, all of that stuff. And I would get so upset if my shower wasn't until 2 PM. Um, and it was just a lot of added stress for absolutely no reason. It's just, 
you know, you've been living your life with, you know, maybe showering in the morning or showering at night and then eating your three meals and maybe a snack, like, and like, that's your entire life up until you have this kid. And so I wish that I would have just embraced being a mom of a newborn and stopped fighting it so much. Um, Cause it was a lot of just added stress for absolutely no reason. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's good. I wouldn't have thought of that point, but I can totally see what you mean. And, and maybe, yeah, I'm trying to think back. I mean, when I had Ethan, I went back to work at six weeks. So from that perspective, I kind of had to, you know, like I had no choice, but then with Campbell, when I didn't, I didn't go back to work. I was, you know, being a stay at home mom, not working outside of the home. Yeah. You do kind of just let, you know, you just kind of got to learn to go with whenever you can get a shower and, you know, you're not making meals every night like you were before, or, you know, your dishes aren't cleaned. Not that mine are always clean, (laughs) but you're cleaner than I am, Kayla. So I'm sure you had a lot more to let go of as far as like the cleaning side, because you are a very like clean person, you know, I'm type a super structured scheduled. (laughs) So this little human that rocked my, it just, he just rocked my world. Um, and so, yeah, I had a lot to let go of. I guess you're right. Depending on your personality type, it's a lot easier (laughs) or it's a lot harder. And for me, it was a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah. And for someone like me who is disorganized and I'm not dirty, (laughs) but I'm not like, I'm just, I can't tell you the last time I mopped my floors. So yeah, that was, that wasn't something I struggled with. (laughs) (laughs) I struggle with being clean. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And what is your, I think, yeah, this is your last thing. What is the last thing that you could think of that you would do differently Mm -hmm. again? The last thing, um, and this was another big one for me, I would have had set, I would have moving forward, I would have set night shifts with my husband, Derek. Um, when Ethan was a newborn, we, we didn't have shifts, but we were equally dealing with the night stuff. Um, but then when Campbell came, I did like all of the night stuff. And I mean, I'm sure part of it is because I was nursing. That's definitely part of it. Although I don't think that that is like an excuse for mom to have to handle all night waking. Every aspect. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and you know, I love my husband. He is super supportive and he is a teammate. You know, he's not someone that I have to ask him to help or ask him to do things like he's there, but he is a really light sleeper. And I feel like back then when we had Campbell, he was also just struggling with sleep. Like he would wake up and then just be awake for hours. I think a lot of it was kind of stressful job stuff. And so I kind of just said like, okay, I'm going to take nights because if I get woken up, I can be back asleep in 30 seconds. Like that's just how I am. Whereas if he got woken up, then he might be up the rest of the night. Um, but where we're at now, he's kind of an early bird and I'm a night owl. And so I think it would work perfectly if we were to do night shifts, you know, if we had a newborn again, that's a good one. I went a little less serious (laughs) for this one. And I said that I wouldn't buy a wipe warmer. (laughs) You bought a wipe warmer. 
I bought a wipe warmer. Yes. For Ellis. And then it, maybe some other people have way better wipe warmers than I did, (laughs) but it gets cold before like on the way out of the wipe warmer onto the tushy. It like, it gets like a little bit cooler than room temperature, maybe about room temperature. And I was just like, what is the purpose of this? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, obviously did not poor, poor Imri. We did not care about the temperature of his tushy quite as much. (laughs) And he's just had to deal with it and he's doing just fine. I think he loves me. I think he loves me more than Ellis, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we're doing okay. That's funny. Yeah. I never had a wipe warmer. I've seen where people like say, Oh, instead of a wipe warmer, like just hold the wipe in your hand for like 10 seconds or 20 seconds and then use it. But I'm kind of like, uh, no, you're just getting the wipe on your bottom, whatever temperature <laughs> yeah. it comes out of the package. <laughs> yeah. We just got to clean this and then we're going to go. Yeah. This doesn't have to be on. a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Well, why don't we move into then talking about maybe things we did do that we would recommend or that we would do again ourselves um, moving forward. Yeah. And you could think of a lot more of these than I could. (laughs) Um, So I will let you, you go ahead and start. Okay. So the first one, and I know I I, I should say, I'm not saying that I recommend this per se, but that this was our experience and I feel like it turned out really well. (laughs) Um, We, when my first son was born, Ethan, and he was six weeks. I had something really important that I needed to be so at. important. Very important. So what important. was that, Kayla? <laughs> uh, it was my bachelor slash bachelorette party um, in like Southern Missouri. So that was like a hike for you guys oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. It was a couple hours away. And it was because it was, you know, the bachelor bachelorette. It was both me and my husband. And, yeah. you know, so both of us, and it was, I mean, I, I know I said that like jokingly, but it was really important to like, there's no world in which I would miss that, you know, because yeah. you've been my best friend for all these years and you're getting married. Like there's just not, that was never an option. Like, oh, I wonder if I shouldn't go. It was okay. I'm going now. How do I make this work? <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, so he was six weeks old, which is really young. And we were gone so for three, three days, I think three days, like two, two and a half, three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, it was hard. You know, I remember I was the, I think I was the only one there that had a kid at that point. And I was like pumping yes. and then we kind of like, we were in this big ranch house and we yeah. had one fridge and I was like taking my breast milk and putting it in the fridge. And I'm sure everybody else was like, Oh wow, this is weird. <laughs> Well, and I didn't like, because I hadn't had a kid yet. I didn't realize like how much of a sacrifice that was until I was six weeks in with Ellis. And I was just like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I would have been like, sorry, Carrie Anna. (laughs) Um, Because like, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. And you did, you did phenomenally and you were present and all of that stuff. Um, But yeah, it was hard. But what you're saying is you, you're cool with letting other people mm-hmm. 
Yes. Handle your kids sometimes. Yes. And I think that that, I think that doing that so early and, and kind of, you know, like having no option, but to do that, right. Like I'm going, I have to figure this out. It really helped because I was not afraid to have my parents watch my child. I was not afraid to leave them for a night or, you know, a weekend. Um, and for me and my personality, that's huge because I, yeah. I crave my independence. And I, if I hadn't set myself up to be able to leave him, you know, for time for myself or for an outing or a date night with my husband, that just would have been really, really hard on us. Um, as parents, we would have really struggled with that. I, yeah, I really, really like that. Um, and yeah, it was like the best practice because you left him before you were, you, you maybe felt ready to, Mm -hmm. um, and your, your parents did fine. Yeah. Ethan, they did. Ethan's still here. He's good. Ethan did fine. (laughs) We all survived. Yep. Yep. Okay. So for me, um, and this was the only one that I came up with, um, but, and it kind of goes along with what you said you would like to change if you had a newborn. Mm-hmm. Um, but with my second, Imri, um, I put him in his bassinet for naps, um, kind of out of the gate. You know, there were times of course, where I was like, I got to snuggle this baby. <laughs> um, but for the most part, I would put him in his bassinet for naps and for nighttime sleep. And he was, you know, right next to my bed there for a while. Um, but putting him down on a flat, solid surface, safe, Mm -hmm. um, really just kind of set the tone for sleep and independent sleep. Um, which is like, as we've talked about almost every episode of this podcast, (laughs) sleep is so important to me and you can't make a Kayla without eight hours of sleep. So, um, it was just incredibly helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I feel like this goes back to, I know we've mentioned this before, but like with my boys, because I didn't do that each time there was like a big, like sleep training event, right. Where we, we had to change all of those habits that we had built up. You didn't really have that with Imri. It was more like you just started it from the beginning and, you know, gradually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And, and I think that's huge. And, you know, absolutely. I think that you can do it both ways. And I don't think one way is, is way better than the other, but I do see so many families who are struggling with that. Like, sleep training event, like thinking, oh, I don't want to do that, or that's going to be so hard. And the way that you went about things is the easier route in that sense, you know? Yeah. I didn't have to stress my, myself out right? doing this, this big thing. But mm-hmm. I mean, like for Ellis, we did the big thing and Ellis is a great independent sleeper. Mm-hmm. Now it, it does, it works both ways, but I know that I remember the day that we started independent sleep training with Ellis, you know, it's like one of those like potty training days that you have where you're like, okay, we're going to do this. This is it. We're starting Uh order a pizza today's (laughs) battle day. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I very vividly remember Ellis. I don't remember Imre's because we were just from the beginning. I was like, this kid is, Mm -hmm. I, I have a toddler. I have me going crazy, trying to breastfeed him. 
he has got, I got to have time. So Mm -hmm. I think that's so good. Yeah. And I think the only other thing that I was thinking, um, that I think was really important for us that we did is also with Ethan, my first son, I went back to work. So pretty much like talking about that, that bachelor bachelorette trip, that was one weekend. And then I believe it was like, not, not the next, not the day I got back, but the week after that I went back to work. And at that time I worked split shifts. So I worked early in the morning, like I had to be there at five, then I would have the middle of the day off. And then I would go back a lot of evenings. And so I missed a lot of bedtimes. I missed a lot of morning wake-ups and, you know, getting Ethan up and ready and out the door. And so my husband had to do a lot. And we really essentially split baby duties right down the middle with Ethan. Yeah. Um, and I never felt like, like I was, uh, like I didn't trust him or like he was doing something wrong because a lot of the things he was doing, he did more than I did. So, you know, there was never that like, Oh, I want help, but if I ask for help, they're going to do it wrong. And so I don't want to ask for help. There's none of that gatekeeping going on. And I think that was really important that, that he was so involved. And so I wasn't the main caregiver. Yeah. All right, guys, we just kind of want to end this with a few things. First thing is Remember that these are Carriana and my experiences with having a newborn um, and things that we would do differently. There is no judgment at all if you choose other routes, um, if your experiences are different from ours. Um, but we just wanted to share some of the things that could possibly help other people. But like I said, you do you as long as you and family are doing well we're happy for you. Yes. Yes. And along those lines, you know, if you have a newborn or you're expecting, um, thinking about adding to your family, any, anything you need newborn wise this week on Instagram, on social media, I am going to be talking a lot more about newborn sleep. So definitely stay tuned. And in the show notes, I'm also going to link my newborn freebie, um, which is five must know details about newborn sleep. That'll help kind of get you off on the right foot, get you started on the right track. Kind of like what we were talking about with Kayla and, and how she handled her second son's sleep from the beginning. So definitely check that out if that's something you're interested in. And we hope you guys have a great week. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye. Bye. We are so glad you joined us for the Sleep Talking Moms podcast today. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to grab a screenshot, share it in your stories, and tag us at all the sleeps. See you next time.